Well, if you're listening and waiting on Cavando in the Chillex Hour, here it is. It's Cavando, and it's chilling time on the Chillax Hour. And as usual, we'll start off with the prices, and uh, hopefully uh, we'll get away without any uh, glitches today. And uh, we'll see if anybody's listening out there in uh, Supernet land. And if not, the hell with them. We'll put it on replay and they can get it at their leisure or leisure. Whatever locale you might come from and how you want to pronounce it. Now, uh, prices today are uh, right now, and I always I take them right off the Bitrex uh, exchange, and I got uh, 254.54. Uh, U.S. dollars, USD for every Bitcoin. It's been holding there pretty steady for quite a few uh, days now. Uh, the uh, Bitcoin Dark, 444,302. Just changed. was 403. That's uh, three fours. Four, four, four. That's, uh, you know, that's about, that's in the middle of where it's been. It's been bouncing up and down. The uh, next is uh, 42.20, which is a nice price to get that at. Veracoin, 6,011 at 6,000. At Veracoin, spending more time uh, in the 6,000s uh, lately, you know, just into the 6,000s in the last uh, four or five days over the weekend. It's been in there. Uh, you know, and then it'll drop. You know, that's the way uh, things go. The uh, It's like being a professional gambler, man. You know, you're up and down. And uh, if you're dealing with crypto, you are gambling. The um, This fiber coin, it last sold uh, for 47,139 Satoshis. And... Uh, the bid is 46,406. So, uh, you know, that's, uh, that's making money for some of, uh, Cavando's fiber coin. And, uh, you know, so I'm probably breaking even on that, but that's way low. These things, this is all just the infancy. Let's wait until the super net gets cranking. Now, uh, as far as these other things go, Opal is below 2,000, down 8.58% today, 1,972 presently. And uh, that VPN is uh, slowly been uh, retreating down to 78 Satoshis right now. So if you'd like to uh, get some VPN, uh, you know, I, you're not going to get much better than that. You're talking, you know, 78, 10 millionths of a Bitcoin that uh, you can have. Uh, let me see. Let me see. For, uh, for 0.094, what is the total? One in about one and a half Bitcoin, you can get like 3,000. Oh, no, that's fiber. Hold on. Let me get to that. No, that's not right, Kabondo. Watch that stuff. See, I caught that. For uh, 1.5, if you were... Um, you can get... Let me try this order book here. And uh, selling half a Bitcoin... Oh, you know what I need? I need the Quatlu. Uh, that's a really neat thing they got on there. 17,000, 25,000, 75,000. On that Quatlu uh, bot, you can click on it. It tells you the totals of uh, how many. I was thinking that uh, I had that cranked up. Let me take a quick scan. For about half a Bitcoin right now, you can get 25, 75, uh, 200, 200, whoa. You get like 
over half a million Bitcoin, over half a million, uh, over half a million, uh, what were those? Oh, VPN. I, I think that's a sleeper myself. So those are uh, some of the prices that we're all uh, paying attention to. Uh, some of the other news over the week had not much happening. Uh, pretty quiet. Uh, unusual for a weekend. Uh, hasn't been a lot going on. Just some talk back and forth. Um, ETH said that, uh, made a comment that uh, Instadex about 80 to 85 percent done in his estimation. Uh, end of last week, there was also some talk about some new devices that they've got. They're calling them spoof towers, where it's some kind of software you can put on a computer and uh, it um, makes itself into a, a cell phone tower and can collect all of uh, all the cell phone calls going out of there and uh, therefore and then uh, go back uh, reverse uh, reverse the path and get in and check out all of that stuff so that's um, that's a big call for encrypted uh, encrypted communications, encrypted phones you're going to have if uh, every Tom, Dick, and Harry now can have a spoof tower uh, on, you know, their laptop. Or they, they, they could probably set them up on some of these uh, high-powered phones like the Note 4 and whatever. They get some uh, pretty powerful stuff. Um other thing that uh, been a lot of talk about is the social media and uh, competition between uh, Cenero and uh, Occupy. The uh, they're both um, media uh, social media platforms. Uh, what's going to win? I was checking out that Cenero. It's uh, pretty uh, interesting on how uh, you use amps and uh, you, you can it's neat how you can drag the, uh, the avatars of the people you want to listen to or whatever and how they're all interrelated and uh, you spend amps when you're doing that AMP it's like coins I, I don't know they haven't uh, really explained on how you can get amps or if they're mineable or whatever but then those amps stand for amplification so if more people visit uh, or get retweeted the source of the original uh, article or statement gets a bunch of amps gets amplified sent back to their account and all these interrelations between them get uh, get some amp so uh, the the uh, there's a nice little video on it. it was pretty well done uh, so if 10 amp the example that they had was 10 amp were uh, awarded to the fact that uh, because of the fact that this uh, site had statement from this site had been sent along to different people and eight of them went back to the original site one went to somewhere else point one went to another so it's pretty cool now occupy is uh, another social media attempted at social media we'll see how that works out that might be a um might be a nice topic for Lutz's Saturday show. Now, this Saturday, they're going to do a Bitcoin Dark and Teleport uh, telepathy uh, explanation. Pretty interesting. They're going to try to get Cassius on there, uh, who uh, wrote a nice... Uh, if you uh, get out to the Bitcoin Dark site, there's a nice explanation about Teleport and uh, telepathy out there, as well as RAM chains. Uh, Commando's big on Bitcoin Dark, have been for uh, right from the beginning. Uh, so uh, just the fact that you're gonna have to own some to get the SuperNet to work is uh, that in uh, their share of the revenue uh, is incredible. And of course they get the 5% 
uh, staking, they get 5% from Instadex and 5% uh, from Supernet. So um, they're, uh, you're going to make some revenue on that. Those prices now, the latest price I just gave for Bitcoin Dark is 444000 You know, that's just shy of half a million. So remember, there's only 1.2 million Bitcoin Dark. So, uh, I mean, that might seem a lot. To fiber, you know, it's twice as much fiber. There's 680,000 fiber, so well, only 1.2 million Bitcoin dark, and those uh, most of these coins, uh, you know, they they get quite a bit on. I mean, these assets end up uh, most of these assets have a million shares. So anyway, uh, oh, other good news. Speaking of assets, is uh, Coinomat. I got my dividend from Coinomat. And it was fat this week. The uh, impro improved by 25%. I had 25%. I mean, that coin amount dividend comes in like clockwork every Monday. And um, they must be doing something right. Got the cards rolling or uh, those crypto cards. Um, and, uh, you know, that exchange that they have, the... Um, so usually, uh, so if you're usually getting 75, you had 100 today. If you're usually getting 30, you got 40, depending on how many uh, Bitcoin, I mean, how many Coinomat shares you have. Doesn't matter if you got Coinomat one or two, they both get exactly the same amount of dividend. Uh, one has twice as many shares, but it's per share between the three of them, between, you know, the two types. So uh, not to worry there. Some talk about that out on the Slack too. Also, they launched uh, Coinomat. Also launched their. Uh, you can now use Bitcoin Dark on their exchanges. Uh, today added to the Coinomat exchange, so you can get out there and uh, check that out. Jay, the wallet, is. Uh, been out there and uh, is being tested uh, is available you can get out there that's the new light wallet and uh, a lot of stuff going on with that that I'm waiting a little bit until uh, things happen and uh, we'll see what goes on uh, with that they get all make sure all those bugs are worked out of it uh, James has been again he's active he's working his butt off uh, he was uh, uh, one of his quotes is he was in the process of revamping the security protocols and this will necessarily impact the networking and teleport in telepathy. He's talking about his work on Instadex and what happens is he starts working on one thing and then he has to change this and all these other things change and a lot of technical stuff uh, being spouted out there on uh out there on the slack the uh this guy neil came in he was saying uh, he likes a technical talk but it confuses the hell out of him well join the club you know it's an actually they're actually uh the testers going back and forth uh getting technical about different types of code and all this other stuff and then you add into the fact that nobody really understands Maybe James uh, has it all worked out in his head on how all of things fit together and all the moving parts, but we're all going to find out real soon as that Supernet uh, gets closer and closer to the official launch. The uh, you know the, the public launch. You can get it, take a look at it. It's pretty cool, I must say. It's getting closer and closer all the time. And... Uh, they keep making uh, adjustments to it, and it, it, it's going to be big. Now, there were uh, <clears throat> some other stuff that was go. Oh, let me get to the other prices. I forgot the prices of the most important stuff, right? Let's get to those assets. And as I said, you know, that was nice on Coinomat, you know, 25% uh, over, you know, the last eight or ten payments I got 25 percent more today than I have over the last three weeks it's been steady for the last uh, you know eight or ten weeks 
and uh, today I got 25% uh, more uh, in uh, dividend uh, deposited into my next wallet for uh, the Coinomat that I own. Let's check those asset prices. You know, the important ones that I'm watching are, uh, of course, Instadex. All right. Now, of course, it won't come up now, right? Right when I want to look at it. And now it won't come up. I got another way to do it. Let me check this out. The uh, cells on Instadex are 128.99. Call it 129. And uh, the buys are at 120. So, um, you know, nine point spread there. And, uh, you know, that's, that's, a, that's a pretty good price. It's hanging in there. That's... Uh, I don't know what the all-time high is on that. You know, it's probably up. I think it did get up to about 130 at one point in time. I know that uh, Supernet has been up into the 350s. And um, it's right now, Supernet has been climbing. It's at 281 as uh, I talk to you right now. Uh, oh, no. That's, that's how many I own. Excuse me. That would have been nice. Uh, 281 Supernet in Cavando's uh, next wallet. The uh, 255 is the is the sells, and uh, the buys are offering 242. So it's been hovering around in there, but that's been over up into the 350s. And uh, originally, uh, when it was issued after the uh, initial community offering it was about 170 which was back in September so it's been hovering around in there it uh, did like I say it did get up into 350 or so briefly and uh, it's been settling down around 255 has been there then you've got the supernet times two which is um, 395 is the cell and it's only people only offering 341 you get twice the dividends, but you don't get the uh, asset dividends from the Supernet 2. You only uh, get that stuff. A lot of other interesting stuff. So those are the prices of the assets. Uh, let me take a look at... Uh, let me go out and see if anything new is happening, right? Let me get a song on for you. There's a lot of talk about uh, some... Uh, libertine and freedom issues and American history. So, Cavando's uh, going to uh, give everybody the lowdown on Thomas Paine and uh, his take on the, my take on American uh, American Revolution and that, that period of time in history and what went on. There was some talk on Slack today about uh, Thomas Paine. So uh, I got a few comments on that, but first I got a uh, I got a sneaky old tune that uh, is uh, might tickle the fancy of some people here. Wait a minute, I got a minute. I got there. Let me check that out. Let me get this tune on first, and I'll get back to you. But uh, this here, listen to this song. This is uh, this is a comment on the contemporary life and uh, what the guys were talking about out on uh, Supernet uh, Slack today. And this is uh, off of the Building the Perfect Beast album by Don Don Henley. It's called A Month of Sundays. Don Henley. I used to use my hands I used to 
used to make the tractors and the combines that plowed and harvested this great land. Now I see my handiwork on the block. Everywhere I turn, and I see the clouds cross the weathered faces, and I watch the harvest burn. With the plant in 57 Had some time for farming then Banks back then was lending money The banker was the farmer's friend I've seen dog days and dusty days Late spring snow and early fall sleep Grandson, he comes home from college and says, We get the government we deserve. Son-in-law just shakes his head and says, That little punk he never had to serve. And I sit here in the shadow of suburbia, look out across these empty fields. And I sit here in earshot of the bypass, and all night I listen to the rushing it that's uh month sundays from uh don hunley henley hunley the hunley that was the uh submarine the confederates had going back here that's the civil war now uh this talk they're talking about thomas paine and uh thomas paine and american crisis was a very interesting story uh the facts are that the uh American Crisis, the most infamous one of uh, his, his, he's a pamphleteer in those days, uh, selling pamphlets was uh, a great method of communication. Uh, that's how <coughs> Franklin made his fortune. He was a printer. You know, if you ran a printing press or knew how to uh, print, uh, you uh, could make a living doing newspapers and making these pamphlets. And that's how a lot of the political processes uh, and communications were done in those days. 
I mean, you got to remember to go back to those days. Franklin just get electricity together, right, with a kite out in the field somewhere. Uh, <clears throat> was uh, like a rock star on the continent when he went to um, France. But I'm getting ahead of myself now. The uh, the thing I do want to say about Thomas Paine is that the uh, that 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 for that publication of the American Crisis, which is a rallying cry, really, with uh, these are the times that try men's soul, uh, was actually published on December nineteenth, seventeen seventy six, and um, if you remember uh, at that particular time Washington has been chased off of uh, out of New York and uh, all the way across New Jersey and down into uh, across the Delaware River there and uh, was uh, camping out and uh, all of his uh, the enlistments were about to run out on December 31st by most people he was down to like you know three four thousand troops and um, on the 19th of December of that year, 76, and the enlistments run out the 31st, so the 19th, uh, this American crisis was published. And the first paragraph is, uh, these are the times that try men's soul. The summer soldier and the sunshine patriot will in this crisis shrink from the service of his country. But he that stands it now deserves the love and thanks of men and women. Tyranny, like hell, is not easily conquered. Yet we have this consolation with us, that the harder the conflict, the more glorious the triumph. And um, at right precisely at that time, uh, Washington's troops were at McConkie's Ferry on the Delaware River, opposite Trenton, New Jersey, and... Uh, Six, uh, a couple days later, on Christmas Eve, uh, Washington, you, you would think that maybe this is what uh, said Washington said, screw it, let's take a shot, and uh, decided to attack the Hessians at uh, the Hessian soldiers who were all hung over from Christmas and who pretty much decided that it was going to be winter quarters and uh, some guys from Massachusetts were tantamount. Some guys from uh, Gloucester, Gloucester fishermen, uh, handled the boats and uh, got everybody across there. And it was a great victory on uh, over the over the uh, over the Hushings down there in Trenton, and uh, was one of the uh, early uh, turning points of the war. Now, the war itself, you know, there was recent, I, I've been hammering about revisionist history with this, this, this movie Selma that came out, and uh, it has a scene with uh, Martin Luther King uh, being refused, from Lyndon Johnson refusing uh, to help, Lind uh, refusing to help Martin Luther King in the civil rights crisis, and nothing could be further from the truth. Uh, LBJ was a great champion of civil rights, was responsible for the Civil Rights Act, the Voting Rights Act, uh, the War on Poverty. Uh, that was one of his great disappointments in life was that because of the involvement in the Vietnam War, which he inherited from Kennedy, uh, it, it, it short-circuited all the plans he had for what he had called the Great Society. And uh, he did, I mean, they had, when all those lynchings and the burnings and the killings were taking place down south in Mississippi, he had the National Guard out, he had the police down there, he had everybody out there ro roaming those, of trying to find the people that were responsible for that. So if you're knocking uh, LBJ, and I'm no big fan of LBJ, believe me, but uh, you got to go by, uh, Commando likes to go by the facts, and uh, I don't sugarcoat them. But anyway, uh, to get back to the Revolutionary War, part of the, uh, uh, oh, the revisionist history. 
There's a recent thing about John Adams that they had on TV. It was like a three or four uh, episodes. And it was, you know what? It wasn't bad. It was close to, uh, to, to how it was because John Adams was basically a, uh, oh, Sam Adams, excuse me. Sam Adams was basically a drunk. I mean, a wicked drunk. Of course, there's a lot of drinking going on in those days. Uh, if you'd heard some of my earlier shows, you might have uh, these days uh, the uh, per capita drinking. Uh, it uh, these days, and but by, by per capita, uh, that includes women, uh, infants, every single soul, every living being, is about two point one gallons of alcohol in the United States for every individual. Well, in revolutionary times, you know, 1750, 1760, down back in those times, and there wasn't a lot of women drinking in those days, and uh, never mind uh, the kids or anything like that, but uh, the uh, per capita alcohol consumption was uh, 6.4 gallons. So uh, the people were uh, three times drunker uh, back in those days. And a lot of drinking going on. Of course, there was a lot of reasons for that. There wasn't anything else to drink. You know, the water was, you know, foul. And uh, they drank a lot of cider. And uh, hard cider, it would spoil. There wasn't any refrigeration. And, uh, you know, people were, uh, were, were, were tuned up, you know, a good part of the time. And uh, they're still doing that in Britain, aren't they, Nippy? Nippy and Killikim, they're over there drinking wine and smoking them fine tobacco, man. So and they got those uh, finer tastes. So anyway, uh, so a lot of drinking going on, and it was like the social center of everything. And Sam Adams was a notorious uh, drunk, a blackguard, smuggler, uh thief, uh, swindler, and he, uh, because of the tax situation, uh, and uh, John Hancock, who was a big, uh, who was a big uh, merchant, one of the wealthiest merchants in Massachusetts, uh, hired uh, uh, was uh, Sam Adams and his gang were smuggling for uh, John Hancock. Uh, to uh, beat the, the taxes. Now, the reason that the taxes were so high is, and uh, the British imposed those taxes, is because of the French and Indian War that had happened in 1337, 13, uh, 17, uh, 37, 1745 in there. And the uh, that lasted about seven, eight years, and it was a tremendous expense uh, to the uh, British Empire, and they wanted to uh, get some of that money back because there was, you know, the, all the stuff that was going on in Europe with uh, France, and uh, so the uh, in all in Prussia, a whole lot of stuff happening over there, and um, there wasn't an awful lot of uh, terrestrial troops that Britain had. Britain ruled the seas, and uh, France. Uh, was pretty much uh, the terrestrial uh, ran the continent. Uh, Britain didn't have, you know, the, a lot of troops to uh, challenge uh, the French in those days. So anyway, the, the uh, British were looking to recoup so all of the uh, money that they had uh, expended, all the funds and treasure that they spent um, uh, defending the uh, colonies. They, they, they thought it was owed to them. And don't forget, the colonies were only about 30-30% were, you know, these rabid, it wasn't everybody going crazy uh, uh, saying we want freedom and all this other stuff. It was, uh, you know, the working guy, of course. And, uh, but most of those other people within with the Tories, you know, the moneyed folks, they were they were Tories. 
So, uh, so you got the con the Continentals, the Revolutionaries, and the Tories. So anyway, the the British are running up to taxes to pay for the French and Indian War. The colonies get uh, a hot damn and about that, and uh, they were pretty onerous. And um, Sam Adams and those guys, uh, again, they were making money smuggling uh, stuff for uh, John Hancock. And they got together and they made a few, um, you know, things got worth the Boston Massacre occurred. They shot those people down in Boston, although that was a, uh, that was pretty much, again, the revisionist history, what they told us in high, in high school and junior high and all that when I grew up was, you know, the British just, the, they call it the Boston Massacre. Well, I think it was pretty much staged and uh, the, a, a real uh, rowdy crowd uh, started throwing stones and snowballs and then somebody fired a shot and it scared the shit out of the uh, scared the shit out of the, the troopers there and they got all flustered and they fired into the crowd and you know five people died. As a matter of fact, John Adams, who would later become the third president of the United States, defended the British soldiers and got them off. They were never uh, prosecuted. Uh, maybe the fix was in, but, uh, you know, he made an awful strong case for the fact that, uh, what are you going to do? There's a mob there, and they're throwing stuff. And uh, so, uh, you know, you got to make up your own mind reading about all of this stuff. So that uh, so that goes on, and uh, the British got uh, more and more uh, angry and started. To, the troops arrived. Uh, the, 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 actually, uh, in, in that John Adams, Sam Adams story, they uh, went. They tore up uh, the the governor's home, uh, Hutchinson, I believe it was, Governor Hutchinson of Massachusetts, and they went in there and they loot. They they they, they he ran for his life. And they went in there and they tore up his house and uh, looted it and did everything like that. And for that, Parliament got mad and sent uh, sent some troops to Boston. Yeah, I think it was about 3,000 troops, which was quite a bit in those days. And uh, moved into people's homes and it got to be uh, really tense. And uh, the uh, colonists started uh, collecting... Uh, war supplies and the like to um, and it stored them out in uh, Concord and the uh, British went marching out there in April of uh, 1776 to uh, seven, uh, to um, get those things uh, get, get the war supplies that they had heard were out there and that Paul Revere and uh, uh, William Dawes and the, who did the writing and all of that other stuff. That's all messed up, too. That was pretty good, pretty accurate in that Samuel Adams thing that was on over the winter. Uh, I was surprised that it was as accurate as it was. And then, uh, of course, that the war was on. Uh, the war had to be financed. Uh, guys you never hear of, a uh, guy by the name of Robert Morris, who was a rich uh, shipping magnate from uh, Philly uh, uh, financed the war uh, for a great portion of the time and then Franklin took off to France and he cajoled the French into uh, publishing uh, you know uh, supporting the war to the equivalent of you know several billion dollars I think the equivalent of like five billion dollars worth of uh, aid to pay for guns and powder most of all of that powder for that war came from France and of course France opposed England uh, all over the globe in those days particularly in Europe and uh, so it was like ideal that Franklin was a master at playing them off against each other uh, so anyway, the French lent us all that money in their navy, and uh, we ended up winning the war. And then the um, then uh, so uh, after the war ended, 1781, 1780, what, seven, yeah, so the peace was finally signed in 1783, 
1787 was the French Revolution because <clears throat> France went broke. The reason for, one of the main reasons for the uh, financial uh, distress that uh, France was under was because uh, all the money they lent the uh, U.S. So, uh, <clears throat> and we didn't go to help them. So, of course, we were on our own at that point anyway. There was all that mess going on with the Confederation. And then, you know, finally the Constitution was signed and uh, all of those things. So, uh, and then, uh, so uh, that, that first year uh, was going bad for the colonists after they did uh, chase the British out of uh, Boston with some... Uh, the uh, the bloodiest battle of the Revolutionary War, of course, occurred very early a after the Battle of Lexington Concord, where it all started, uh, when they were on that mission to uh, to find all that powder and uh, guns and stuff, that cachet of war supplies. Um, after that, the, the uh, you know the uh, militias. Uh, rallied and uh, formed outside of uh, Boston and uh, there uh, actually a Dr. Warren was uh, a, a general in the militia and then the, the, the uh, they moved some cannon out onto a Bunker Hill it was supposed to be Bunker Hill but they moved it on the Breeds Hill which threatened English position and how sent his boys across, sent the redcoats across the uh, Charles, and uh, they had the bat, they call it the Battle of Bunker Hill, but uh, uh, there's over a thousand uh, redcoats slaughtered that day on that hill, and uh, they knew they were in for it that day, a thousand British dead. Uh, I think there were like 400 or so, including uh, General Warren, in the Battle of uh, Bunker Hill, and the only reason that the um, that the Continentals uh, lost the day was they ran out of they ran out of ammo. Otherwise, they'd have they'd have killed two thousand if they'd have kept coming. And uh, big demoralization for the British, and they knew they were in a scrap after that one. The bloodiest battle of the. Uh, Revolutionary War occurred early on that day at uh, Breed's Hill, and then uh, eventually Washington moved the cannon into Dorchester, which uh, gave the um, artillery threatened uh, in going in and out of the Boston port, so the British agreed to leave. Uh, if they let them go, they uh, agreed not to burn the town, so they sailed out of, uh, they, the British sailed out of Boston on March 17th. Some people call it St. Patrick's Day. Uh, it's called Evacuation Day as well in uh, Boston, and uh, it's a holiday, uh, and it's uh, Evacuation Day because that's the day the British left. Uh, it's it's just a it's a legal holiday in Massachusetts. Nobody works on that day, so uh, evacuation day. So uh, after that, uh, things got bad for the Federals, and that's when this Thomas Paine wrote this uh, thing on the 19th of December, and then Washington went ahead with his uh, sneak attack at Trenton on uh, Christmas Day, six days later, and. <clears throat> We pretty much know what happens after that. So uh, that's just a little of uh, Cavando's take on uh, what really happened in uh, those days. Uh, you can't believe everything you read, especially the books. It depends on who's writing them. I like to get a hold of uh, some uh, Russian textbooks, you know, or some Czechoslovakian, or even German, uh, or even British. Get some British. Uh, some British uh, history books, see what, how they portray all of that stuff. So, uh, what else was going on out? I uh, didn't see, oh, I went out to check the uh, check on news while I had that song on, and what they were talking about 
uh, I think it was uh, Joal and Nippy were saying, hey, don't forget to mention the Bitcoin Dark. Uh, Bitcoin Dark was uh, big on uh, today, uh, that uh, fact that I already mentioned that uh, Bitcoin Dark was uh, being launched on the uh, coin of mat exchanges today. So, uh, let me see, let me get another song on here. And I got another one for you from an old, uh, old, how come that isn't uh, there? I thought that, that should come right up by that. You'd think that they would have that song. The, uh, want to play because it's, uh, how everybody, uh, feels and, uh, pretty much, let's see where I can, I know where that is. Let me get that song right here. The... Uh, it's from uh, old uh, New Jersey, buddy. I spent some time down in New Jersey. Love that New Jersey. Lutzy doesn't like them Jersey boys. But uh, I spent some time down there. Beautiful state. And I tell you, they got some. Uh, they got the right idea down there. They, they got the North Jersey and the South Jersey. They, those people thinking about... Uh, they've been talking about uh, seceding. They want to have the. Um, they want to have the uh, north because it's so industrialized, and the uh, south, which is southern part of the state, which is very uh, rural with farms, and uh, they're so opposed to each other that there's there's a fairly active uh, movement for uh, statehood. They want to split apart. Uh, you know, but that's, you know, pretty far-fetched. So, here's, here's a good one from, uh, the boss. And boss is singing about this. Now, maybe he's thinking, who knows, uh, if it's a romantic thing or whatever, but basically this is some, uh, a social in place, and all the guys are talking in Slack today, what they're saying is, uh, you know, as far as speaking out and not speaking out in anonymity, and basically is, we're all trapped.
like I've been sleeping in your bed too long And it seems like you've been meaning to do me harm But I'll teach my eyes to see beyond these walls in front of me And someday I'll walk out of here again Yeah, I know someday I'll walk out of here again off the essential Bruce Springsteen now, you know I've heard him in concert a couple times live he, he put some emotion into that that's that wasn't really doing it for old Clavando but you know that's uh, that's okay you get the sense of uh, what he's saying but I uh, mean that live show that that guy puts on is something he goes on for hours and uh, no opening act it's just Bruce and the boys, and uh, and that Patty Scaffla too. Woo! Never. Uh, it's not too late for Cavando to date a redhead. I need a new girlfriend since that miscellaneous moved to uh, Florida. But um, maybe I can get a redhead yet for girlfriend. I, I never did. I always was uh, partial to him, but uh, never did uh, get hooked up with one. The um, Oh, by the way, that Neil, if uh, if you want to talk with James, he's pretty active right now at on the on the Bitcoin Dark BTCD channel hashtag channel on Slack, and uh, he's out there and they're going back and forth with Neil, and uh, one of the newer uh, members of Slack, and they're talking about uh, what James is doing with. Um, teleport and uh, telepathy and the ram chains and there's some real good uh, explanations of those uh, features on the bitcoindark.com uh, get out there to that website and there's that Cassius wrote I don't know if Lutz is going to be able to get a hold of Cassius uh, for this uh, Saturday's uh, security Saturday that Lutz does his topic is going to be Bitcoin Dark teleport and uh, telepathy this Saturday uh, Colin Brady has a pretty good handle on uh, that according to Lutz so we'll find out I'll be ch I'll be chiming in 
uh, or listening along because I'm a huge Bitcoin dark uh, supporter. I really believe it's uh, a sleeper coin and you get 5%. Uh, they were talking about that. Neil was asking about that. 50 coins, it's 5% the year. So um, if you got, say you got 50 Bitcoin, uh, Bitcoin dark, uh, and um, they come dribbling in uh, time to time, but over in the course of one year, if you have 50 Bitcoin at 5%, I mean 50 Bitcoin dark at 5%, let me see if I can do that math real quickly, you would get two and a half uh, Bitcoin, uh, Bitcoin dark over the course of the year. So if you did nothing but let it stake for an entire year, you would have 52.5 Bitcoin dark after one year at 5%. Hey, I want to say a big, uh, hope you're doing good out there to, uh, elite mob, um, and, uh, who runs the, um, uh, super net mining pool uh get out there and do some mining on there he lives in moore oklahoma and i know that uh, that town was had some severe heavily damaged that's like tornado junction out there they've had three or four uh really powerful storms come ripping right through the center of town and getting schools and everything like that and elite mob lives in moore uh, oklahoma so I uh, hope he's doing well out there. Big uh, Super Net Radio Network. Uh, good wishes and uh, hoping uh, things work out for you out there. Elite Mob, uh, who is uh, also uh, runs altnuts.com site, which is the home of the Super Net Mining Pool. You can get out there and uh, mine Super Net coins and... Uh, he's just getting ready to launch version 2.0, uh, and you'll be able to get next as well. Hadn't been able to get next. You can take your mining spoils, and you can mine in SHA, X51, or uh, ASICs, and uh, the spoils of that mining, it switches automatically back and forth to the most profitable coins to mine, and then... Those spoils are exchanged for uh, SuperNet coins that you and you elect what coins you want to be paid for. They also had some. Uh, there's been some uh, shakeup uh, going on, some baloney going on with uh, the X pool, the other uh, pool uh, that uh, something to do with. Uh, Fibercoin and and those guys over there, and they like to announce. Uh, how many uh, coins were distributed on the Bitcoin Talk forum, and they're getting thrown off of it. So uh, the Bitcoin Talk forum is a mess, and uh, that, that topic came up earlier today. I saw a little bit about that. That's such an old hackney topic. That's why Slack exists. Uh, I mean, it's a cesspool out there on Bitcoin Talk, and I mean, I, I just don't see a problem with... Uh, him announcing weekly what the payoffs are in the particular coins in uh, in that on the Bitcoin talk forums, whatever forums there might be. Uh, so uh, let's see. Uh, well, let me see. I'm getting some uh, some talk going on out there before I sign off here for the day. Let's see if I got any questions. I might be able to answer what uh, people are saying out here on Supernet on Slack, Supernet Radio. Uh, uh, that Lutz, he's going off about all kinds of stuff. Uh, and his uh, civil rights, watch out. Uh, just the environment you were brought up in. Hey, T, I'm uh, not a big gun guy myself, but I actually uh, I got to use them, got to know how to use them pretty well when I was in my uh, in the service, uh, in the army, and um, 
but I never owned a gun until about four or five years ago, and it's gotten so bad around here. There was a guy murdered down the end of my street, and then a woman got some idiot stuck a forty-five in a woman's face right up in the stop and shop that uh, is not, you know, a half a mile from where I'm sitting right now, and I'm in there four or five times a week, and uh, so I had to go out and uh, get myself arm myself you know I mean I got I, I'm legal I mean I have license to carry here in United in Massachusetts um, it's concealed carry only so you can't it's not open carry and uh, I've been trying to get in the habit of carrying uh, wherever I go because if I happen to be going by and some asshole is shooting children in school there's gonna be a gunfight you know, because I'm not going to sit there and not do something about that. I'll tell you that right now. So uh, I don't understand how all those people could get shot down there at that West Virginia Tech, whatever that is, several years ago. They killed like 80 of them. I mean, get after that boy. So anyway, uh, anyway, that's enough. Cavando's starting to get wound up here, and uh, and it's time to go. Replay right on. Um, coming up uh, as soon as I get off the air I'll, I'll take care of that and uh, all's well here uh, with Cavando and uh, as usual make sure you enjoy the day you guys are all on the right side of the grass peace out